Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, Ralph Marlboro here. We need your support to keep Saints Happy Hour going this offseason. Please support the show by becoming a patron so we can continue to cover the Saints in the ridiculous fashion you've come to expect. If you support the show, you get access to the podcast ad-free. No ads ever. Plus, you get our world-famous booze bundle, four swag items, amazing. And you get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7. So please support Saints Happy Hour so we can keep this amazing community growing. Support the show at SaintsHappyHour.com today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Podcast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour podcast. We have a great show for you tonight. We're going to talk about the Saints trade up failure again and other teams saving them from themselves. Uh, We're going to talk about their addiction to Raz. We're going to break down every single pick. But first, remember to find us wherever you get your podcast. Rate us, review us, subscribe, subscribe, give us five stars, or don't give us any stars at all. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Support us on Patreon so we can keep paying Thomas in the finest Polish meats and cheeses. Gentlemen, the draft is over. Uh, my first thought was, Andrew, the Saints continue to live a charmed life, and all Mickey Loomis's bad ideas cannot come to fruition. They were trying to trade up into the top 10 for either a defensive back or Mac Jones. Either way, it didn't work out. Uh, the Saints continue to live a charmed life. What did you think? Did that, of- did that come out? Was that like leaked? Like uh, somebody reported that, that that's who they wanted to get, Mac Jones? Well, Diana or- Rossini said it was either it was either a non-quarterback or oh. Mac Jones. Oh, the, the, the original report. Yeah, it's, it yeah. seemed like there was uh, a lot of conflicting reports on what the Saints were trying to do there in the first round. I mean, we know they were trying to trade up. What Who they were trying to get exactly, I assume it was a corner. I assume it was either J.C. Horn or Patrick Sertain. Uh, but, yeah, we don't we don't really know, and I've seen some stuff so that they can <laughs> – that conflict. So who you knows? Assume. I, I think they were trying to trade up for Ian Book. Oh my! Yeah, goodness. maybe so. Maybe, we'll maybe get so. To, we'll get to the individual picks when we break it down. Uh, but no, but, I I just want to say, Ralph, like I do think this draft maybe didn't play out the same the way the Saints wanted to, and whether they were safe from themselves or whether 
it just Probably. it just it felt like it was a little bit of daylight and a dollar short with a lot of picks. Um, and you know, for example, in the first round, like would they have taken Greg Newsom had he been there over Peyton Turner? We'll never know. But according to according Nick to- Underhill, Peyton Turner was the number one guy on their board, and he w- would have been if Newsom was there. So would they have made the Newsom pick? Who knows? Well. Um, you know, I, I do feel like this draft. I, I I could be wrong, but I feel like there were guys that the Saints wanted that ended up getting picked before they picked. And I think there was a, several times during the draft where they were left taking guys. Not that they were disappointed, but that they were like, ideally, someone else would have fallen to us. Well, what I what I've heard, and I don't have uh, the immaculate sauces like uh, Andrew has, does, but yeah. I mean, oh what, they oh they are immaculate. But but what I have heard is that Peyton Turner, uh, and I don't think it's a uh, I, I don't think it's a, a name thing. But Peyton Turner was like Sean Payton's guy. Like he's he Sean Payton really wanted Peyton Turner, and that everybody in the building didn't necessarily agree that that was uh that was the best pick to make well here's the thing kevin we know the saints are never ever going to trade down but can you can you declare victory because they didn't burn any 2022 assets and will have all their picks as of now for next year's draft isn't that the saints version of trading down uh, yes, it's the Saints' version of trading down. However, this is the this is like that meme of that ginger-haired kid where you get like one little sliver of good news up top and then something <laughs> terrible down below. <clears throat> um, you know, Saints don't trade up in the first round, and then the bottom part is they draft a third-round prospect with their first overall pick. So. <laughs> I mean, they've got they've got all of their 2022 draft picks, right? They do, and then they'll probably also yeah. maybe so, get a compensatory. That's maybe that's yeah. They, they're supposed to get three compensatories, two thirds and a fifth, and they have all their 2022s beyond that. So th- that's maybe the biggest win of this draft class. So that's that. you're talking about ten draft picks next. They have ten draft picks. Well, next? Yeah. we'll see what they. Trade I know they're going to get. Well, that's what I'm saying is like they're definitely going to be making moves using those draft picks because there's no way they're going to hold on to 10 draft picks. Uh, And obviously some of them they'll hold on and make moves on draft day next year, but some of those they will also use to make moves. I think uh, Mickey Loomis is better that he could trade into the top 10, and so he's like next year it's going to be on like donkey. Okay. All right. I tell you what, I've got a a Ralph Marlborough over-under on that. Over under on the number of draft day picks that the Saints have in 2022, and I'll set the over under at five and a half. Oh, I'll take the over. It's at ten now. I'll take the over. Okay, take- six and a half. I mean, one of these years, one of these years, the Mickey Loomis trade gun, the trade up gun. He's gonna fire it, and he's gonna get like a team is not that like a team's gonna say, okay, Mickey. Give us everything to move to seven or six or whatever the hell. I mean, like, he lives a charmed life. I mean, you think about it. They were going to draft Reuben Foster. They were going to trade Cleveland Brown cap space and a second-round pick for Jadavion Clowney. And they just – Mickey Loomis just skips through the raindrops of disaster each and every time. I mean, one of these times, Andrew, the Saints are going to have a horrible, horrible idea, and it's going to blow up in their face. Like – you mean like Jairus Bird? 
Yeah, that wasn't a draft pick, though. Um, you mean, I was, like, you mean like Zach Bond? Zach Bond. Oh. <laughs> Fair Stanley enough. Arno. Too soon, man. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Oh. Um, I you mean just, too soon, Thomas? You mean Thomas, too soon, like it, it, it hurts too much, or too, much. too soon, like it might be okay with Bond? Both. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I mean, I was just happy they didn't draft McCorkle. Once they didn't draft McCorkle, I gave it an I gave it I gave it an A plus. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I hate him, too, Mac Jones, also, and I, I I think that's the big thing. Besides having all twenty twenty two picks, which is a win, not having Mac Jones on the roster is may is the biggest thing to celebrate here. Uh, I mean, I did lose. I did gamble a, an ex, an extensive amount of money. I told I, mean, I was such in a panic. I was like, if the Saints are going to have Mac Jones on the team, Selly, go to the window at Vegas and put a ton of money on the Saints plus eleven hundred to draft a quarterback first, and that blew up in my face. But I feel good about it. Like, like I'd rather just lose a couple hundred bucks on that than have Mac Jones. Um, be the Saints quarterback, like $2,500 really wouldn't have eased my pain that much. I mean, the Patriots got Patriots Mac Jones. Got Mac Belichick Jones. took him. You don't, you don't think that Mac Jones, you don't think the Patriots are going to be able to make something out of Mac Jones? Uh, well, if he's good, he'll be the first, he'll be the first Alabama quarterback that's worth a damn in 40 years. So let the, let the Patriots. Wait, wait, wait hang on. Is the implicate, the implication being that Joe Namath was worth a damn? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, he won a Super Bowl, one. but that was that was before that was like 1969. Okay, I, I tell you what, I'll say he was the last quarterback out of Alabama to accomplish anything. Can he stay in the him? NFL? Because you're not going to convince me Joe Namath was worth a damn because he's not. He's he's Ooh. he's overrated. Wow, shots uh, fired. Shots fired at Notre Dame. I mean, uh, I I, I gotta say, I hate the whole like oh he's going to the Patriots he's going with Bill Belichick you don't trust Bill Belichick to figure it out I I hate that like it completely ignores the reality that the Patriots have been god awful god awful at drafting since 2016 like you go look at every single one of their drafts since 2016 they are terrible how was Cam Newton last year how did how did Belichick do with Cam Newton last year all right like great coach <laughs> The Patriots have obviously had a lot of success, but I don't think that just because we're resting on the lures of everything that he did with Tom Brady, we can just assume that he's going to transform Mac Jones. I mean, let's let's talk about Bill Belichick's top Colin by his proper name. 2016, Cyrus Jones, bust. His top pick in 2017 was Derek Rivers. He uh, he played 19. He had two and a half sacks in his career. Uh, the fuck then, is Derek Rivers? I, 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 exactly. exactly. <laughs> First round picks in 2018, he had two of them. He, he drafted Isaiah Wynn, played 18 games in his career, done nothing. And, and Sonny Michelle, kind of a bust. I mean, he's, he's a rotational back that doesn't do a whole lot. First round pick in 2019, Nikhil Harry. Are we ready to call him a bust? I think so. Busty. Who? Yep, exactly. Uh, uh, first pick in 2020, Kyle Duggar. Hasn't done anything. Wait. Gar- garbage. From, the, from that show? From that show? Yeah. One of the Duggars? I don't know. He went to 
Lenore Ryan College, so that's part of your problem right there. <laughs> one of the duckers? Uh, no, wait a minute. I, I don't think this is fair. I mean, one of the things about the Patriots is that they get so many draft picks every year. I mean, I'm looking at 2020, and they had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. They had 10 picks. I'm looking at 2019. They had 1, 2, 3, 4, 10 picks. I'm looking at 2018. They had... Nine picks. All these guys uh, suck. All these guys suck. Well, I'm just there's there's no way that there's no way that I mean that that's that's 29 players right there. There's no way that all those players are going to wind up sucking. There's just no way. Their hit and rate, I, that, their hit rate since 2016 is at the bottom of the NFL, dead last. Dead okay, last. but they also have the most picks. So, in a way, it probably winds up working out just the same. If you if you hit on three picks out of nine, that's okay. Go, look look at this list again since 2016. Name me one player on this list that is. Yeah, I know. Ryan no, Ramchek, Alvin Kamara, Marcus Williams. Like it, this is a bunch of Alex Anzalone. <laughs> Their hits are Alex Anzalone's at best. Why are you defending? Why are you defending them? There? Don't defend. Why am I don't defend. Like, maybe Belichick, Mac Jones the will milf, be good. Maybe he milf. will be. But I'm, I'm just saying, the Patriots are not good at drafting. Let's not assume. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm defending them because I feel like uh, the Patriots go about drafting, you know, the scientific way, the mathematical way, and I can't get over the fact that there's no way that science doesn't win over uh, over love. <laughs> Science always wins over love. Love is just an emotion. Science is facts, man. We are on the locker room app every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. Talking Saints, talking NFL, talking draft. It's amazing. You can interact with us, goof it to us. You can make fun of me, pronounce, mispronounce names. You can ask serious draft questions about Andrew. We're having a blast talking Saints live. All you have to do is go download the locker room app for free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link to your Twitter, and then join the NFL group. Follow me at Saints Happy Hour to be notified when the room goes live. We'll be going live every Wednesday at around 9 o'clock to talk Saints, to talk draft, and basically to make fun of me mispronouncing names. So do it. Download the Locker Room app today and then join us live every Wednesday at 9 o'clock. Sports. Culture. Takes. Take Line has it all. Take Line is a weekly podcast hosted by Emmy winner Jason Concepcion and former WNBA champ Renee Montgomery. That's a fast-paced exploration of the NBA and the world of sports and culture. Each week, Jason and Renee talk about the games, players, controversies, and issues that run both on and off the court. Follow Nail to hear Take Line every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Kevin, do you at least feel a little bit good about the Saints in that they clearly have embraced whatever the hell Raz score is? Well, I mean, I just feel like, Kevin, it's weird in that the Saints clearly have embraced something about analytics. Like, they love their Raz score. They drafted only person that had below a nine was Ian Book. So they've embraced this a ton of analytics that they won't trade down. Well, this Raz this score shit drives me nuts. Like, this... I know last podcast, you know, you told me 
the whole Raz score thing has been around for a long time since the 80s or whatever, and you're giving me Raz score numbers Raz for people, you know, for Saints players back in the 80s or whatever. But like, this came, this shit came out of nowhere. We were never talking about Raz scores last year. I don't remember Andrew. But we are now. I understand that, Tomas. Okay, but like last year, like Andrew, I don't remember Andrew ever referencing Raz scores in his. We were definitely talking about Raz score last. I don't remember that last year, and and before last year, two years ago, I damn well sure don't remember hey, anybody Tomas, talking about. Check the timestamp on this. I don't remember anybody talking about Raz. To me, this whole Raz score thing just has has come out of nowhere. Has just. Uh, Oof, has just <laughs> been created out of thin air as, as something. Well, and that, uh, like, like nobody nobody else mentions this. Nobody else talks about that's this. That's right. Like, that's right. This that's is the, the only thing. place. This is the Saints Happy Hour podcast is the only pod, is the only place where I hear about Rascor <laughs> and how important it is and what it means. <laughs> and like, I understand. I understand that there's a score, and I understand that this that the that the Saints scouting department they put a score on every player and they use this score to determine who they're going to draft. I saw that chart that Thomas put up. It was all green with the exception of the one yellow, and everybody that they draft has to have this one Rascor. I get what it is. But what I'm saying is that, like, this was never something that was ever discussed from the year 2018 and prior. Nobody ever talked about this when they talked about the draft or analyzing or analytics or any of that. Well, but here, that's a good point, though. The thing is, Kevin, the nerds and Twitter that we've gotten into Raz and... If you I watch you guys have just made this shit up and to be honest with you <laughs> if I'm being honest with you I, it, it, it it's almost like you guys made this shit up to defend what the Saints are doing and to <laughs> like like to you know to make it to to, to to make it so that the Saints are never wrong it's like oh yeah no they got a good guy here they got a good guy here they got a good here cuz this was the rare score this is what they came up with well, I don't. I don't want to hear it. I, you know, I, you, you don't want, want to hear it. I know. I want to. I know. I want to see what the guy. What was Anzalo? How was Anzalone's RAS, RAS score? Was Anzalone a good RAS score? It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Well, that worked out fucking great. Okay. But it doesn't. So the RAS score. My point is, the RAS score isn't the oh, fucking end all be all. So you guys are all treating the RAS score like it's the fucking no. Bible, I'm okay? not. Like it was written by Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Okay. <laughs> neither of them. Neither of them created the RAS score. I mean, I don't even know where to start. Wasn't John three sixteen about your three cone drill? I mean, you've asked Kevin a question twice now, and Dave hasn't let him say a fucking word. So, like, you said it was going to be a long podcast. When when do I speak here? I I don't know. You don't. Why why don't we? Why don't we just go to Kevin and actually? Dave takes over the show. Yeah. Well, no, but here's the thing, Kevin. I think Dave makes a really good point. Is that? Like ESPN and the NFL Network and like all these, they don't talk about Raz. Like Raz is a completely draft nerd thing. And ninety, I've never heard. But look, we all know Thank you, Kevin. that. Thank you, Kevin. We all know that I don't pay a lick of attention to the draft. <laughs> what beyond just seeing shit on Twitter. All this Juge. time? Yeah, Juge, Juge, your fake, your fake shocked face is nowhere near as good as your genuine I can't believe the Saints reached for a fucking third round prospect 
with their first overall pick. <laughs> it's not as good as that. My point is, is that even when I was paying attention to the draft, even when I was loosely following shit on Twitter, I don't ever recall seeing RAS That's what in I'm years about. past. I really That's, don't. It's, it's this, I really don't. This, is, this came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Two, if one two years ago at the most at the longest yeah like well, i hear people talk about 40s your bench press your fucking wonderlick score i hear people talking about oh did the guy what what's the what was the guy's parents like was was his uncle wounded in a in a tragic bass fishing accident uh you know what, what i hear about all this other shit all this other random stuff where they get like Tom Rinaldi and the soft music or it's Rich Eisen and some violins playing out the commercial after some guy gets drafted fifth overall and his dad has a drinking problem or something. I hear all about that. Nothing about Raz. No, it's, Nothing it's, about it's, Raz. It's, it's a Nick Underhill thing, right? Can, 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 Plus, I, can I can Listen, I, listen, I love guys, Nick Underhill. Nick Underhill's great, but th- this Raz shit is brand fucking new and we shouldn't be acting like it's goddamn sac- sacrosanct at this point. Look, maybe in 10 years, maybe in 10 years we will look back and Raz will be this tremendous thing that everybody uses and it's and it's common knowledge and it's and uh and 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 it's part of the uh, draft day vernacular for everybody. Every schmuck on the planet says, oh, well, what was his Raz? What was his Raz? Right. And they're not talking about the three-tone drill or the wonder lick or whatever. It's it's about the Raz. And 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 look, I, I got no problem looking like an idiot. No problem with that, clearly. Clearly. But don't tell me that the Raz is important when nobody fucking knows what it is Outside of draft nerds, I I haven't even seen Mel Kiper talk about it. To me, to me, Raz is, hey, Tomas, is, is still check the timestamp on this. To to me, Raz is still the blue favor of now and later's. <laughs> Dave hates Raz so much he's dropping candy references. And but here's my thing: I'm with. Kevin and Dave about I don't really give oh, a wow. shit. I don't really wow. give a shit about it, Andrew. But the, here's the thing: like sounds like you're on an island all by yourself, Juge. But here's yeah, the thing, Andrew, Andrew. You and your Raz score. But here's I, the, here's the thing: like I, I never <laughs> said it works. I never said it's like at the end all be all. It's not like I care. Like it's, this is the Saints draft strategy, and we came into this. And if you read all the articles that I wrote, which are you know a lot of them are educated by what I've been told, and Nick Underhill's part of that. And, you know, it's, I mean, you, you look at the Saints value athletic skills. If you don't have a nine, the Raz, Raz they it don't want you. All, the Raz combines all the athletic thing, the 40 time, your height, your weight, everything. It combines it all and it spits out a score with all that stuff aggregated. And it's been clear since, so when Jeff Ireland came in 2015 and 2016, they overhauled the whole scouting department and Ireland basically created a method for the Saints to start drafting. And since then, they've had a lot of success. And so that's where the RAS score came from. Okay, they've had a lot of success. What's their draft policy? Like, what are they doing? And why are they doing it this way? And so, sure, it it might blow up in their face at some point. But when you go into this draft saying, 
the Saints only draft guys that have high Raz scores. And then they go into this draft, and every dude they picked is above a nine. It kind of validates well, no, the no, whole, no, 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 no. whole deal. Drew, like, it's clearly how they draft, right Drew or wrong. Brees, like, I don't know. Time will tell, but, like, it's obviously what's happening. Well, wait, wait like, a second, Andrew. Look at these guys. Look at this RAS score of every dude they picked. Except for Ian just, Book. Are you that's saying, how the are Saints you, roll. Are you saying Ian Book's mole is worth two points of RAS? Because he only had 7.8. Yes. Well, yes. so there's, there's, only, there's only two quarterbacks that had RAS's over nine. Felipe Franks and I can't remember who the second guy was. But, like, you know, and, and the thing with quarterbacks is a lot of them don't do testing. If they're, like, a first-round quarterback, they won't throw. They won't run. You know, because they know they're going to be a top pick. So they don't want to damage their, their hierarchy, you know, in terms of where they get picked. So... Uh, Book was very – he was number four of the quarterbacks that were actually tested. So he he wasn't a nine, but he was very high compared I, to the other guys. I feel like Andrew dropped this on us. You think you know, but you don't know, and you never will. And I don't I don't appreciate his draft nerdness. Uh, by well, the way, you, your you dad said Angelo had an eight like it. score. Well, you don't have to like it. You don't have to appreciate it. You you can find it annoying, and that's all fine. But if you want to know who the Saints are going to pick and why, that's your answer. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just their draft system. That's right. all it is. Right. So you can either choose to be interested in it or not. But I'm just telling you, that's how they roll. Like, right, are we going? Are we going through every pick, or are we just? Gonna I mean, we're going to go through every pick. But the last thing, the last thing on. The the last thing on the RAS score I will say is it's not just the Saints, though, because they didn't have a pick until 58 that wasn't an elite RAS score. So, like, the teams are doing this, too. Now, maybe this was, like, a one-year aberration because of COVID and, you know, the Saints said they f- focused on clean medicals. We'll get to that in a little bit. But maybe it's a one-year aniver- uh, aberration or whatever. But Kevin, I feel like I feel like the nerds have taken over basketball. They've taken over baseball. I feel like they're coming for football, and I don't like. <laughs> Look, baseball is one thing when it comes to uh, advanced stats and metrics and all that kind of stuff. Because a lot of that's been integrated into the way that the game is talked about and the way players are measured. I mean, look, batting average, home runs, RBIs, uh, strikeouts, innings, like those are still the main deals. Those are still the big things people talk about. But whip, vorp, uh, slugging percentage. All, you know stuff like and and then and then the 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 permutations beyond that those have become part of the discussion now basketball i'm 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 not as i'm i'm not well versed on that right okay like like guys uh, have efficiency ratings like that's the only thing i really understand yeah right there's there's an efficiency rating at least that sort of you can look at that and say, all right, here's a hierarchy, and more of the good players tend to be up higher than than the bad ones. Okay, easy enough to sort of follow. With this football thing, it's like football calculations 
are strange in and of themselves. Because biggest example, the quarterback rating. Well, why is a one hundred? Why is one hundred thirty-eight? Why is it one hundred thirty-eight point six or point five? Three, yeah. That that too. Okay, I had the fucking numbers right, just in the wrong order. Yeah, that's right. One fifty-eight point three. That's the perfect rating. One fifty-eight point three. We might as well be talking in the goddamn metric system. <laughs> like, like, like I don't. I don't understand that. You know? So the 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 maybe this is the beginning of some sort of it's the beginning of the data new- analytical revolution yes. in football and 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 this is this is just where it's headed and just we got to live with it. But again, if you can make it so it's easy to understand and that it ultimately correlates to, okay, this guy ends up being up here and you can look and say, okay, well, this obviously this guy's throwing a shit ton of passes, touchdowns, few interceptions taken, few sacks, and he's up here in this arbitrary number you assign versus guy down here. Okay, that's at least easy to say, I understand. I can I, 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 I can understand that. Well but, I'm just gonna I'm gonna punch somebody in the dick if Andrew starts combining Raz with like on field performance and it comes like a giant slogan like whip and it's like Raz plus minus and shit. I don't want I don't want that. Oh it's gonna be Raz plus, you watch. <laughs> oh it's coming. I'm oh, already yeah, working I'm already, I'm already working on that for next year. Yeah, it's the Raz D V O A. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, what's his Raz D V O A? Um how many how many positive plays versus how many negative plays did he play while he was in Well, the college? thing is, Andrew, is, is the one thing I was hand size and the size of his penis. Uh, uh, okay, well that's <laughs> definitely not fixing the echo. Whatever the some, fuck. Uh, Andrew, are you plugging in your guitar and you're going to riff some Van Halen yeah. for us? Uh, no, no, that, that wasn't me. Like the beginning of uh of uh, Back to the Future. Uh, but the one thing I will say about a lot of football quote-unquote analytics is it's still grades masquerading as numbers at least Raz like there's no opinion in him it's just a mashup of all the the underwear Olympic scores and it's a pure number right um right so so that I do like like I don't like PFF where they're like these are our you know our grades and they and they or these statistics and it's really just their opinions on plays which some of them are good some of them don't have a clue as to what they're watching so so at least it's well like that's 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 my thing. Like I pay attention to like Tulane and the Tulane guys, and so like Tulane had a pro day. Cam Sample, Patrick Johnson, Ben Newton, whatever. And you know, I listen to a Tulane podcast, and they interview these guys. And uh, you know, I mean, basically, they say, look, eighty percent of this is already on tape. They already have your tape. They've already watched everything from from your past season, your past two seasons, whatever. Um, a lot of them kind of had the attitude like the whole draft process, you know, the senior bowl, the combine, you know, that whole thing, the interviews, all that kind of stuff, the visits. It's almost like that's just a task and they just want to see how well you handle that specific task. Um, you know, it's not necessarily 
how good of a football player or whatever you are. It's just like, how well do you handle this whole process? How well do you handle the interview process? How well do you handle, you know, having being tested on your pro day or at the combine or whatever, you know, and in these one-off situations. So, I mean, that's like, that's the one thing that annoys me about the RAS score is like, I don't think any, I don't, from what I understand, I don't think it's taking anything into consideration as far as what they've been putting on tape during the season. Jameis's RAS score was 4.25. Oh, my God. Brady was 0.46. That's just starting quarterback. Well, they point That's before or after LASIK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did bad on the eye test. Yeah. Taysom was 9.958. Um. So but let's that get... makes sense, right? But I mean, uh, right? That makes sense, right? It it it's, it makes no prediction about how they're going to be as football players. It's just saying, I think we all know that Taysom Hill is supremely athletic, right? Mm-hmm. Great arm, very powerful, very fast. So like, doesn't surprise me that on an athletic testing scale, Taysom Hill is off the charts. It also doesn't surprise me at all that Tom Brady did terribly. He's really slow. He's not that athletic. He's not and and. Still a great player. And, and so, yeah, I think that's where th- this system is like, you're going to miss out on Tom Brady in the system. Dave, the way Dave, they draft, I got a the way question. the Saints draft, where, they're not going to pick a guy like Tom Brady. Dave, where's the puppet and what's his Raz? I know, I saw that question on the live thing. I don't know what he did with it. Uh, he's not in the playroom, so he might have brought him up to his bedroom or something. Uh, <laughs> he's sleeping with that thing? No, I don't think so. I, I, I certainly would not want that. Yeah, that would be room. terrifying. I don't know. He might be in the closet. I'm not going to get up and look. He might be in that closet. But, <laughs> That's um, even worse. He's in his closet? What was his name? Charlie. Uh, what did I say his name was? He has Char- a name. Charlie Brown? What's his, no. What's his RAS score? Uh, he w- <laughs> he has no knees, so I don't think his RAS score would be very good. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a, he's got, he doesn't have a clean medical. He doesn't have a clean medical. <laughs> still better than yeah, he's James. off the board. He's yeah. off the board. Yeah, there's zero cartilage in his knees, so uh, I think that's a problem. Also, he's also limited by how far and fast I can run, which right. is uh, which is not good. <laughs> he he does have he, he does have elite creep factor though. Yeah. Oh, but he's bendy as shocking. Shit, yeah. That motherfucker can bend like no. Pretty bendy. Oh my god. So he's bendier than this guy. So I want to get to. We'll break down every pick. But before we break down yeah, every pick, let's do that. Um, let's do that. And Andrew did a write up for the patrons about how Turner, his 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 video is good, his RAS score is good. But Thomas, fire up Andrew's true reaction to the Peyton Turner pick. <laughs> so the people can know that he's spreading <laughs> lies. He, he was doing the day it right after. there. It looked like he was doing it right there. Yeah, he, he was doing the impression right there. Fire it up, there Thomas. It is, there it is. He's doing it right now. This show draft day has been look at completely that. Look at that be utterly in my stressful for me. Look at my there face. Was a oh, my where I really oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know the pick. All right. I love it. I love it. I love What's it. What's the Pey- pick? Peyton Turner, defensive end, Houston. Okay. Look, so, Andrew, but and, and you're defending this. Like, you're <laughs> – like, this is this He's your – He's 119 on my board. Yeah, this was your this was your initial honest reaction, <laughs> and now you're trying to talk yourself out of it. Of when, course, when, when you know it was a bad, it was a bad. Kevin, pick. it was a Kevin. Bad I don't pick. know that. I, I want to go to Kevin. Kevin, I think I, I Andrew. Think I, 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 
all his analytics and I'm above it and I'm not emotional and I'm even keel. It's all lies. Tell the people that it's all lies and agree with me that Andrew's no better than you and me and Dave. He's an emotional wreck at his truest form. Tell the people this. Yeah, it, Doc, you know, look, Dr. Spock used to claim that he valued logic over emotion, but we all know Dr. Spock had had emotions in him. All right? He was We flogged. all know that. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he was he was human like the rest of us. What's yeah. funny to me, what's funny to me is people on Twitter talking themselves into Peyton Turner. Oh no, no, no. This guy, you know, he could he could be a starter. He could, you know, this could this I could fill everybody. a need. This'll be this'll be this'll this'll work itself out. It, it 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 could be okay. It should be okay. It will be okay. And yet, for some reason, the team drafting a fucking quarterback in the fourth round. Uh, oh, that was that was a fucking waste of a pick. That was that was dumb. That was stupid. That was pointless. Well, I that, I was gonna say that I, I thought that as pissed as people were about Peyton Turner, there was a quick as, as there was for me. There was a quick turnaround of okay, okay, like maybe he can be a good player, and and you know, I'll talk myself into it. But Ian Book in the fourth round, Kevin, you're absolutely right. That was People the one that was kind of – Yeah, Saints Twitter melted down. There was no coming back from that. There was no talking yourself into Ian Book. Well, most all right. Fans. Okay, ha- hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me let me go on my thing here because now I'm going to try and defend – I'm going to try and defend this in, in, in a manner of speaking. In, in our pre-show it's meeting – yeah, I'm frozen for right now. It should it should work itself out in a second. That's fine. In the pre-show meeting, Dave was talking about, oh, this this guy is going to be the next Garrett Grayson, the next Garrett Grayson. Let's see. Ian Book played four years at Notre Dame. Garrett Grayson played his fucking college football at Colorado State. I'm looking at the QBR. ESPN has college football QBR going back uh, to 2004. I couldn't find, I could only find one year of QBR on Garrett Grayson. That QBR was 69.4 in 2014. That was his last year playing college Kevin football. I'm 69.4. That is good. Hang on. No, no, no. I'm not done. That's good. That's good for 32nd. Good for 32nd. Now, compare that. Are you defending the pick? Are you defending the pick? Yes, I'm defending the pick. I'm defending the pick. QBR for... You're an idiot. QBR for Ian Book. Ian Book's QBR as a senior last year in 2020, 84. Tied. Tied with Trevor Lawrence, the number one overall pick. Okay. Maybe that was a high for him. All right. That was his high. 2019. Uh... Ian Book. I'm playing the X Files music. Seventy-six point three in 2019. 2018. Ian Book's QBR 
80.1. All of those last, all of those, you know, maybe my, maybe I don't know numbers so good, but all those numbers seem higher than that number that I quoted for Garrett Grayson. So let's dismiss that right there, that he's no. not the next Garrett Grayson. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm Ian, not Book, Ian Book should be able to come in and at the very least, at the very least, compete to have a spot on the roster. I am not saying that this is the guy that we should turn the keys over to him. No. But Ian Book has played. Notre Dame still fucking plays USC. They still play Michigan. They still sometimes play Michigan State. They played Georgia last year. They are playing ranked teams. Ian Book. Ian Book does play some tough fucking competition. He does play tough competition. Notre Dame still consistently finishes high in the college rankings. Last year, they finished fifth. They, they beat Clemson last year the first time they played. They barely lost to Georgia. They ended up losing to Clemson in the ACC championship game, and then they got, and then they got boat raced by Bama in the college football championship thing. Okay, but Ian Book, at the very least... As a fourth-round pick, as a guy they're going to take a flyer on and can bring him to camp and see what he does, I'm perfectly fine with that. All right. I'm perfectly fine with that. I think the reason that I'm so into defending Ian Book is because of all these fucking weirdos on Twitter who say, <laughs> oh, we drafted a quarterback, we drafted Ian Book in the fourth round, what a waste of a pick. But, woo, third-round projected pick is our first pick overall. Yeah, he's going to go to the Pro Bowl. Woo! All, all you motherfuckers were making the same face Juge was making, like the rest of us were making, like, what the fuck? And, 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 and now, you know, and look, it's not like it's the Saints fans only. Every fucking fan base does it. The first, the, the, you know, we're just trying to, we're trying to talk ourselves into... Uh, That's half the fun of the draft, hating. talking ourselves right, into... Or right, right, I get it. That's part of the fun of the draft. But it's one thing... To talk yourselves into, ah, this guy could still be good. And it's another thing to fool yourselves. Don't fool yourselves into declaring that this guy is going to be really good off, 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 just because you want to talk yourselves into giving him a chance just because the Saints fucking reached for him. Dave, well, first of all, and if you want to be I, mad at somebody, be mad at the Saints for reaching. Well, first, first of all, I think your comparison between the two is fine. Uh, I think that's uh, valid. Uh, somebody, some, somebody in the chat said that uh, uh, what Garrett Grayson's uh, Garrett Grayson's RAS score was uh, what was it? An eight point oh, an eight point three eight. No, but my <sighs> look. You, Kevin, is like a the, Ian Book truth, or I didn't see it coming. The whole, the whole. Yeah, I am surprised you didn't mention anything about the the mole slash birthmark or whatever we'll get on to his that. face. We'll get to it. Um, but like, you're just just. He's a fourth round quarterback. Like, I, I feel like when it comes to quarterback, you either you're either drafting them in the top ten. Or you're taking a flyer like in the sixth or the seventh round, but when you draft him in the fourth round, it's like this—it's like a—it's a weird position to draft a quarterback, in my opinion. Like the fourth round is a weird time to take a quarterback um, because it's 
it's a high enough round where you know maybe you could actually find some value. It's 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 a respectable enough round where like you could actually a starter. It's not so crazy to think that a starter could come out of the fourth round. Russell Wilson was picked in the third. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, Alvin Kamara was third. I mean, there's tons of players that have been picked in the middle round, but it's just like he's not. I don't know. I just, I just don't think that this guy is. I, I, I just don't. I don't think he's the guy. I just don't see it. I just really well, don't. I'm not, the and that's the thing is, based, I'm based not saying what, Dave, based on what. I'm not saying he's the guy. I'm just saying he he should be able to come into camp and compete and be given a fair shake for that. He isn't a trap. Okay, wow, Dave. Just I, I, I want to hear Dave explain why Ian Book isn't going to be a good football player. Hey. I, Look, just like anything that I ever say on this podcast, none of this is actually is based much in facts or evidence or RAS score. Uh, but it's <laughs> it's based on eye test and gut instinct. How much ta- how much tape have you watched on Ian, on Book? Ian Book? Yeah, I, I don't I don't give a shit how much tape I've watched. I don't I. I, I I just which, which I is which is none, right? You don't give a shit about how much tape you watch. No, watched. I don't take into account none. shit. Andrew, All I... people people that are listening to this podcast are not expecting me to be giving them X's and O's. Like that's your job. That's what you're here for. Okay. Hey, Dave, people Dave. that are listening to this podcast. I'm just trying to understand why you think he sucks. You work hard and play hard, so treat yourself and stock up for summer barbecues with Kansas City Steak Company. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com and get 10% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. For classic steak cuts to USDA Prime to American-style Kobe, hard-to-find specialty cuts, and more, Kansas City Steaks has everything you need to fire up the grill. They make it so easy. Each order from Kansas City Steaks is flash frozen and delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Imagine relaxing in the backyard with your family while enjoying steakhouse quality meals from Kansas City Steaks. Try their butter tender filet mignon, Kansas City strips, juicy steak burgers, all beef jumbo hot dogs, and even complete meal combos. Bring the steakhouse to your house this summer with Kansas City Steaks. Go to KansasCitySteaks.com and get 10% off your order and free shipping with the code SD at checkout. That's KansasCitySteaks.com code SD. KansasCitySteaks.com code SD. This week has tons of sports action as the MLB, NBA, and NHL are all in full swing. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sports news. Sign up for bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. I have a question though. So, so, so you say you say you're relying on gut feeling. How much of your gut is filled with candy right now? A lot of it. A lot of it. Okay. A lot of it is nougat and high fructose Not corn syrup filled. Okay. Uh, what am I? Yellow dye number five. I'm yeah. basing it on the fact that we went through. He, this need, whole he needs some process. probiotics, Kevin. 
No, I'm basing that on the fact that we went through this whole draft process, this whole mock draft process, and this guy was never listed in the top two rounds or whatever, and he didn't get drafted in the top two rounds. So he was obviously not considered to be a top-tier quarterback okay. coming out of college. So by Mel, Mel Kuyper doesn't like expert. him, and Mel Kuyper's your guy. Not, no, not that... just Mel Kuyper, but you had <laughs> – how many quarterbacks did you have get drafted before him? You had a, the first round where you had four – Five quarterbacks get taken, and Ian Book wasn't even in consideration to be one of those four or five quarterbacks. So he's obviously on a secondary level. He is not on the top level as these other guys who got drafted in the first round. He is obviously at the very best. He is at the at the secondary level of quarterback talent. And my point is, of course you agree. You have to agree because it's a goddamn fact. And so my point is is once you're at that secondary level, you know, it's 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 more about, look, let me tell you something. I, I, here's what I'll say. Here is what I will say. I will go on record. Tomas, check the timestamp on this. If Ian, if Ian Book becomes a great NFL quarterback, it's going to be because of his, it's going to be the same thing as Drew Birth Brees mark. and Russell Wilson and all that. It's, it's going to be because of his heart and his work ethic and, uh, and his moxie. And the birthmark. And, and of course, the fucking birthmark or what mole or whatever that is. We need to get somebody. We need to get Amy Just or somebody, Cat Terrell. I don't know what, what you guys are doing, but we need to figure out what the fuck that is on his face right now and how it compares to Drew Brees. <laughs> I, I need. Hey, Tomas, check the timestamp on this. I need advanced analytics on moles and birthmarks. The top, t- the right. top ten greatest NFL players with moles and birthmarks. I can't wait till we have to till we talk about linebacker boy. Well, linebacker boy, we'll get to him. I mean, he fills the Saints' fetish of both Raz and drafting Ohio State players. Oh yeah, this is going to work out real great. <laughs> have the Saints ever had a good Ohio State linebacker? We got no. we got C. This Grant, is, look, Rick Middleton, James Laurinaitis. <laughs> I like we we've circled the birthmark areas there. Uh, uh no, I, so I mean, yeah, so Pete I mean, Werner, linebacker. Uh, good news, bad news. I'm gonna give you the good news first. Good news is Pete Werner is going to be an All-Pro quarter linebacker. Bad news, it's gonna be four years from now after the Saints get rid of him and he's traded to another team or he's let go by the Saints and he's signed by another team like the Patriots and they turn him into a good linebacker. Their history. history has said there is no goddamn way in hell there is he has zero chance of being a good player on the saints team pete werner no no, there is no way uh (laughs) that he is going to be a good linebacker on the saints it's just not rob ninkovich feel to him yeah yes exactly i I was gonna say it's just a little scott shanley no scott shanley did he have an elite raz score Uh, yeah, what was Scott Shanley's right? I get, I could find that out for you if you really want to know. You know, I'm curious, I'm curious. The rest of the draft picks are kind of meh. The Kentucky tackle, the wide receiver from South Alabama, he had a, he had some, like awesome uh, highlights of like breaking tackles, but well, and then the cornerback, and then we picked the cornerback, yeah, and then of course you know Colson, it's like 
Yeah, and and he's the guy who got injured, and his season ended in 2018 or 2019. Then he opted out of the 2020 season, so he hasn't played football in a year and a half. Like you know, typical Saints draft pick. Like we can't just pick a normal fucking guy. Can we just pick a normal fucking player who's played a normal amount of games uh, for a normal fucking goddamn team? Uh, like this is it's just like every 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 guy. It's like it's always like. It's always we're always banking on the upside, you know. Marcus Davenport, it was like, oh well, he's a raw talent. We're banking on him being able to be coached up. Aren't okay? we? Should, well, aren't we? Should we give benefit of the doubt to the fact that they've been dra- kick ass draft since like 2016? They've been killing it again. You say kick ass, and that means 53. percent That means that that <laughs> means out of 10 picks. They hit on 5.3 of them. But that's the NFL. That's, one that's in the league. good in the NFL, though, Dave. It isn't like... Number one in the league. It's like... But it's hard to feel... It's hard to get that kick-ass feeling when the kick-ass feeling is only hitting half of your draft picks. You're, you know what I mean? But it's that's like, better than everyone else. I get it. No, I get what you're saying. But still, when, when you're watching the Saints and they're the only draft picks that you're watching and they have 10 draft picks and they only hit on five and so you watch them piss away five draft picks, you know, yes, compared to the rest of the league, that's great. But when you're watching it, you're like, well, God, this... The fuck? Why can't they get seven out of ten? Or well, why can't they get like, eight out of ten? But like Andrew, like but five Dave, out of ten, you're still watching it. It still sucks. But Dave, you're talking about like baseball. You're like, well, the dude batted three fifty, but six and a half times out of ten, he gets no, out. No, you're I talking mean, about baseball. No, yeah. that's what you guys are saying. You guys are saying no. You can still only hit on fifty percent of your picks, and you're still a great drafting team. That's it, though. You're, but it's true. You're, like you're saying. You're nobody else can. Argument. There's no. There's nobody ever that hits on like seventy percent of their draft picks. Like it doesn't. No, like, I know. I'm, it I'm the happen. asshole who's. I'm the asshole who's saying, "Well, Ted Williams hits four hundred. Well, that means he misses six out of his t- ten fucking. That means he strikes out six out of ten times. <laughs> what a way to live life. That's I. <laughs> <laughs> Dave is a miserable and pessimism. Bastard. That's Dave Cariello. I mean, the rest of the draft picks, like, the corner. The, here's the thing, though, Andrew. Like, of all the draft picks that the Saints did, I feel like that corner that they traded up for, Paulson Adebu, like, he's the one that's got to work. Like he's got to be, he's got to be a contributor and like close to being an average corner for the Saints to be really good in 2021. Like we can argue about Turner and Warner and whoever. Like the corner's the one that matters. He's the he's yeah, the guy. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately to me, of all those, he's the least finished product. Like he's the rawest of of the picks they've taken. He's the guy that's going to need the most coaching up, and see, like, he has obviously tremendous potential because they're all tremendous athletes, uh, and as their scores suggest, they they all tested very high, so they're all tremendously athletic. But to me, he's the least polished of all their picks, and so they're going to have to. I don't know how quickly they'll get him up to speed, so that is a concern. Yeah, you know, now we get people in the chat room. More importantly, Fredo asks, "Who is your house favorite for 20?" 21 or 2020 20, 2021 UDFA son we got the draft coming up right we got to do the draft the list of them Dave, are we going to get want, the patrons in on, in on this the this patrons want to have their own UDFA draft Dave you're you're picking last because you won um, I think the draft order will be Kevin 
me, Andrew, Dave. Uh, 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 I had Keith Washington. <laughs> Kevin had Tony Jones. Tony Jones played in a game. He had a carry. So Kevin is behind me. Hey, what about me? Oh, oh yeah, we, Thomas. Should, we should get Thomas on this. We, we can have yet. you in the UDFA draft. What Throckmorton? He never played. But Thomas, you go to the back of the line, man. You, you're, you're the new guy, so you. No, wow. I'm number one. You're number uh, one. He's expansion. He's an expansion. I'm the new franchise. Hey. Right. I mean, yeah, that would be fair. The expansion draft. True. I mean, yeah. the leader in All the right, clubhouse so- for the UDFAs has got to be Trill Williams. Like, cause he had the meat, he had the half meat around. There's all, I gotta I, do, I, uh, I gotta I, do my I, I'm actually, uh, I know, I don't, I forget his name, but there's a punter, you know? And there so is. like, he's got a 50, 50 shot of being the punter. So like, that's a sneaky, pretty good pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Choose wisely. Punter. I'm gonna do. We'll, we'll pick them next week. I gotta. I gotta do my research this week. I gotta. Decide. Oh, we gotta. We gotta do. No, no, no. We, so, we got the UDFA draft. We gotta. We gotta oh, have we a got couple time. weeks of camp. Yeah, we can't. So we can't. the draft. I, I, need, I need to learn about their personal lives. Like if somebody's got a really awesome personal story, then I gotta go with them. So the yeah. question is, Ralph, who gets who between you and me? You had Throckmorton, who never Six, played. Seven, I had three, Keith 21. Washington, who Jeez. never played. They were both. Uh, they were both free agents right so yeah. or, or they're they both udfas that made the practice squad but never made yeah the I think, elevation well, to the i think it's like roster, nfl so. right we have to flip a coin we have to flip a coin and see yeah so see. thomas goes first then we flip a coin between the two of us kevin goes fourth dave goes fifth yeah dave tony jones the, played a game so congrats kevin dave with a sneaky win i lo- I, I gotta say Dave, I should have picked Callaway. I should have picked Callaway. Damn. <laughs> so, uh, Thomas, as I look as I look at this list, I'm sorry. I, I've uh, I've I've managed to butcher the rundown, even though we spent, <laughs> as always, as always, we spent a, we spent an hour. But but I, it's not totally my fault this week. I don't feel like uh, <laughs> the one thing I want to sure. say is. Um, of all the draft picks, if I had to, t- if I had to ask you, Andrew, I'll ask you this question because you do the most work on it. If I had to, p- if you, if I said to you, one of these draft picks is going Rick Leonard or Al Woods, and they're going to get cut, and they're not making the roster, who would you tell me would would not make the roster? Well, Ian of the draft of the draft picks, right? Yeah. Well, Ian Book to me is interesting because remember they do have Trevor Simeon on this roster, and he's a guy that has started in the league. He actually went nine and seven as a starter one year as a full time starter with the Broncos, and now that they had a tremendous defense, a world class defense, um, and he was not very good, but he's been a starter in the league and he's experienced. So like he's fighting for a job, and like I just don't think Simeon's just gonna roll over and die and just give him the give him the jobs, the, the number three quarterback job. So. It'd be interesting to see because the book is not going to just be handed the number three spot, and the Saints will keep three QBs. And I could see Simeon outplaying Book, and the Saints deciding, you know what, we're going to throw Book on waivers and try to get him on the practice squad. So, right. So you agree with me when when I said earlier that uh, Ian Book was a stupid draft pick in the fourth round? <laughs> no, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. I actually, uh, I'm totally fine with it because the Saints have. Every other quarterback on their roster is on a one-year deal. 
And, you know, he, he could easily be Chase Daniel where he's a backup for 10 years. And I don't think Ian Book's ever going to be like a, a productive starter, but he could be Chase Daniel. Well, and I mean, but, and you know what, Andrew, but that's, that's like the point, like what you just said right there. That's the key point. Like nobody needs to be thinking like Ian Book was drafted to be the fucking heir apparent to Drew Brees. Like he, this is, that is, that is so far from, from, I think what the saints have in mind or what, the, you know, I, I, I think at the, I, I think the, the Saints front office, the coaching staff, whatever, I think they're thinking like, yes, best case scenario, uh, we threw a dart and we landed on bullseye. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't think that they don't 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 put the whole, you know, just because of the timing of this whole situation and Drew Brees' retirement, don't put that on Ian Book and don't put those expectations and those requirements or whatever on Ian Book. Because that's not that's not what he's that's not what he's here for. That's not what he was brought in for. Um, At least not yet. Yeah. No. What he what he develops into, we'll see. But yeah, for now. Yeah. And and I I I think you know I I think they drafted him because they say they they see something in him. But I certainly don't think obviously that they think that he's for sure one hundred percent supposed to be the next you know the next man up. Um, I want him to be because Kevin can take a giant victory lap over all of us, and that would be amazing. Uh, but no, but Ralph, to answer your question, uh, who's not going to be on? It's going to be it's Pete Werner. Pete Werner. There's no way. There is no way that that line. There, there's no way that the linebacker is still going to be on this team in, in three years or whatever. No, I'm talking about when I say Al Woods or history Leonard, is just I, history. I mean, history. I mean, make the roster this year, Dave. I mean, like, mm. holy crap! I can't Still believe they just cut that guy. You think they're gonna cut their second round pick? They, dude. My my point is my point is is like out of all the draft picks that they picked, uh, Pete Werner, unfortunately, like just history. Like he just has to deal with some bad. Juju. He, he well, just, here's the thing, he, though. He just, he just has to. It just well, just sucks. Andrew. It just sucks. Well, Andrew, look, yeah. look. The Saints filled their Ohio State quota, if nothing else. Here's the right. thing, there oh, Andrew. Um, Antonio Pittman got cut, fourth-round pick. Yep. Rick Leonard got cut, fourth-round pick. Al Woods got cut, a fourth-round pick. Like, there's precedent where, like, a high Kyrie pick Fort, that right? the Saints make – isn't going to make the fifty-three or fifty-five man roster for week one. Like I, I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's likely or even going to happen. I'm just saying it can. And I was asking, give me a name. Yeah, I'm still like book to me is I. I mean, obviously, Landon. I don't know. I I think Kwan uh, Baker to me is kind of an interesting one because he. Went to South Alabama, and he has inconsistent hands. So you look at that, and you're like, look, if you can't catch the ball and you've been playing against some weak competition. Oh, you, that's you, what I wanted to say. You, that's what Dave's wife says. Th- this, no. could be, this could be a non-starter. But you watch his tape, and he looks like Debo Samuel. I don't know if you, if you know Debo Samuel, the 49ers receiver, um, who's kind of feels like a running back playing receiver. That's what this guy is, and you get the ball in his hands on the jet sweeps. If they, if defense, if defenses forget he exists, like Traquan Smith, like he's gonna do a lot of damage after the catch. So I don't know what to think of this guy. It's either 
to me, Baker is one of those players where it's like he'll either make the team and he's going to be really fun or he's going to flame out really quick because he, he drops four balls on one day in camp and they're just like, yeah, this dude's done. I forgot what I wanted to say earlier, probably about 15, 20 minutes earlier. I don't know how much money we have in the Saints Happy Hour podcast bank account, but if we could afford uh, a bottle of WD-40 to send to Kevin for his chair, uh, <laughs> that would be great. That would be really That's the great. worst joke I've ever heard. That would be great. I would love to get him some WD-40. Is that, is that a Dave soundbite? Yes. It is. Yes. God, that's amazing. It's that's from like quality. three weeks ago. Can you it's play high, that again? Andrew, come it's on. High, it's, come high, on. High, it's high quality. Can you play that's that again? That's the worst joke I've ever heard. <laughs> I love it. That is fantastic. All right, courtesy so, of Monedula. I'm all right, serious so, about Thomas, the fire up the, uh, the, the question music. Take it to the top. Let's get to uh, listener and Twitter questions. I'm shimmying. So, uh, let's go. Let Thomas, let's, uh, what's next? What's next? That's right. Okay, before we start, uh, we'll give one of our patrons a chance to call the Saints Happy Hour studio. All you have to do is go to the general voice channel on Discord, and then the one who DMs me first will get in. You have time until we finish with the regular questions slide segment. Tomas's DM. Slide in. No women allowed. <laughs> okay, first question. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Uh, women, women are allowed. Just women, kidding. Women, women are just actually kidding. allowed. Just kidding, women only. If you're a dude, get the fuck out. <laughs> Yeah. Enough fucking guys. Uh, first question from uh, Twitter from Alexander Berkeley. Is Ralph able to pronounce every Saints pick? If so, why would that not make this the worst draft ever? Well, first of all, he said a Debo. Every time he says it, he says it a different way. So I think that's the mark of a true Saints draft pick when... Covering his ass. Ralph just changes his pronunciation every <laughs> single time. Like he said his name seven times. I've heard Ralph say his name seven times now, and it's been pronounced seven different ways. So he's casting a wide net. He's hoping that he hits on <laughs> one true. of them. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Cast, casting a wide it, net is the good yeah. analogy. It's like dark <laughs> throwing shit at the wall, right? Yeah. He's he's uh you know it's like uh, diversifying his portfolio. That's right. You know. That's right. All right. Next, because I am not hearing the soundbite. Uh, next question from uh, Matthew Miller. Are you gonna eat that W? Yeah. Uh, is the Saints staying put in the first and second rounds the equivalent of any other NFL team trading back? Also, does not trading up yes. indicate that Loomis wasn't being totally f- truthful when he said he doesn't see a lot of holes on this roster? Kevin, you take that one. Is trading is not trading up the new trading down for the Saints? 
again, I, I thought I answered this off the top. That's right. It's fine. Like it's it's a it's a small win that the Saints didn't trade da- or didn't trade up, and they hung on all their 2022 draft picks. But who the fuck did they take with their first pick in the draft? They did a massive reach. <laughs> so, and and they did it for a defensive end. All right. That's it. What next? That's it. What next? What next? Okay, uh, next question from Bodrich. How weird is it to have the Saints keep all of the potential 2022 picks? It's Dave, weird. take it. Uh, well, I mean, we talked about it earlier. Yeah, I mean, that was... Uh... It, it's. It seems like. Uh, I'm going to assume that they've made a conscious effort, actually, not to give away any of their future draft picks and hold on to their 2022 draft picks. Uh, if if not, just because they're anticipating to be in rebuilding mode, then maybe. Yeah, because... yeah you know what that says. It says. We're not totally sure how bad we're going to be this year. Yeah, I was going to say, if if not because they're planning on being in rebuilding mode next year, might then pick 25, at the very least, might be ninth. At the very least, you know, to help themselves uh, get in a better position to, you know, maybe draft no, a quarterback. But, you know, Fredo makes a great point here. If the At any point, if the Saints feel like they're in the mix to make the playoffs, if it becomes clear boom, at boom. some point during the season that, hey, like, we're – Get, get us a linebacker here, get us a defensive tackle here, and we're right in the mix to win the division. You can kiss those picks goodbye. Goodbye. Yes. yes. Like if this, it, it, like we said, like we said, they have ten right now. They have their full seven plus three compensatories. There is no way. There is no way in hell right now. <laughs> I am guaranteeing you, there is no way in hell that the Saints are going to have ten 2022 draft picks. Upside to that, though, is the trade deadline becomes fucking amazing. What next? Well, next. Uh, so the last question before uh, someone can ask us in the studio, but I am not seeing anyone in the in the general voice channel. So I guess we have no we have no women on our Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, last question from Balki. A little while ago, I accidentally hit my hand on the ceiling fan while I w- it was running. Weird. It didn't hurt. What? Okay, this is. I guess. I guess I messed something up because <laughs> this is. <laughs> this is not a question. Yeah, that's just Balki no, having yeah, home improvement is issues. Yes. <laughs> But it's still cool. I mean, I, I, I kind of love this, though. So, you know, he had his Jason Pierre-Paul moment. I think he thank, wants to know how... Well, what I think maybe he wants to know, okay, but he hit his hand on the, one of the blades, but one of the blades snapped off at the metal arm that attaches to the blade to the fan. So I'm assuming he's wondering what he needs to do. Can he buy a replacement blade? Does he have to buy a whole new fan? Uh, you know... I'm assuming this is like a Hampton Bay brand <laughs> fan. How tall is Balky, by the way? Yeah, damn. Well, I think he was jumping, and I think he probably uh, has I a mean, tramp- I think he has I, I imagine Balky's got a trampoline, like in one of. What if he has Peyton Turner? What if he has a Peyton Turner esque wingspan? 
Wow. <laughs> so I don't know what you can do with that. You've got to... I mean, you can definitely just replace the blade. I think Bob Vila would say you can easily... You want to be able to go to your local hardware shop and find a replacement This old blade. house. We went, we went from a Saints podcast to this old house. <laughs> Rapidly. I had one other thing. You know what? I forgot to say. I had one other thing to say about Ian Book. Uh, Here we go. Here we go. Let's clo- we let's go. let's go ahead and close the book on this one. Okay, let's close ah! the Ian, let's close the Ian um, book. We I'm are going to close the Ian book on this one. Um, I feel like like the one like thing that everybody's been saying about Ian book that's supposed to make everybody feel better is was Underhill's tweet where like Ian book checks off all the boxes ah. on Bill yeah, Parcells's uh, his checklist and. You know what, like, yeah, on its face, that sounds great. But, I mean, like, I don't know. Bill Parcells hasn't coached for, like, 10, 15 years. Like, you're, you're telling me I'm supposed to feel good about this draft pick because some guy from 15 years ago thinks this thinks this was – who's out of the league now thinks this, is, this was a good draft pick? Like, I, I don't know. This is – you're, 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 you're basically rationalizing this as a good draft pick. Uh, because uh, a dinosaur says it's God, a good draft pick, you know, I or because uh, hear that. like that's but but, but, but let me get this straight. But Bill Belichick is going to make Mac Jones great, right? Bill Belichick has. You're kind of contradicting yourself. No, I, I no, I don't think I am. Okay, I don't think I am. Bill <laughs> Belichick has won a fucking Super Bowl in the last three years. Okay, let's put it that way. Not without Tom Brady, he hasn't. He's you know who has won? You know who's won a Super Bowl without Bill Belichick? Tom Brady. Uh, I don't. That's fine. But that's fine. But I don't give a shit. But Bill Joe Belichick has won a Super Bowl last. What if it was Tom Brady all this time making Bill, Belichick, Bill Belichick and not the other way around? When was the last time Bill Parcells has won a Super Bowl? I, I mean, yeah. How, how, many, how many years ago was that? Okay, and that's oh, my yeah. point. That my my point is is like is like. Nick Underhill, God bless him, love him, but I feel like he's, uh, you know, to get everybody feeling good about this Ian Book draft pick, you know, his main argument is, uh, oh, this guy checks all the boxes of Bill Parcells' draft strategy for quarterbacks. And it's like, yeah, that's great, but like, it's like, you know. His mole quotient. He's off the charts. Like I don't stop I'm not, with I don't, his slant. Bill Parcells. Can we get a, Can we get a Ian stop. Book mole picture here, Thomas? Yeah, he can bring that up. But it's just like saying, like, oh, I got dating advice from Louis C.K. <laughs> oh my God, dating yeah, advice from Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> I love there it. Is. It's the negative Ghost Rider. When I saw take- Ian Book's interview, I thought he had I thought he had a black eye at first. I thought he had been punched in the face. I don't know. I mean I like it when the po- I like it. Thomas, get the music ready to end the show. I like it when the podcast No no wait, wait a second, wait a second. The, the last one from Balky was actually a question. Check this oh. out. Check this out. I go. forgot the one one sentence. Yeah, <laughs> a little while ago, I accidentally hit my hand on the ceiling fan while it was running. It didn't hurt, but it snapped off one of the blades at the metal arms that attached the blade to the fan. Mm. What kind of rascal does that get me? Well, I, again, I think his wingspan is really long. 
Yeah. Which means uh I think it's high RAS score here. Which which means you're gonna dra- get drafted way above where you should be really drafted. Only by the Saints though. Strong right. bat he's got a good base, he's got good balance. That probably means his three cone is good. Cause he because the fan hit his fingers, he didn't fall. Um he's got a clean medical. No injuries. Uh, I would say metal doesn't hurt him, so he's he's never, tough. He's never played a down of, of college football, but that's fine. Doesn't matter because nine his two. measurables are nine great. two rats. Right. Yeah. Right? And yeah. he sta- and he stares COVID dead in the face every right. every time he goes to work. So, right. but Kevin, he but probably said something about intelligence that he didn't remember. I, I think Mel Kiper has him as a fifth round, but the Saints will take him in the second. That's that's right. It sounds about right. <laughs> They'll trade two picks to get that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kevin. They'll try to trade two picks, fail, and have to settle for taking him in the third. Uh, this. <laughs> that's, that's how that goes. This podcast, yeah, the Denver GM will hang up on him. This podcast is completely off the rails in that Kevin had actual statistical data to to defend the Ian Book pick, which every time Kevin does that, it just confuses the fuck out of me like i just i don't know what's going on and i feel like i've entered into bizarro world even though they, it's like stuff, that episode of the simpsons yeah like that episode of the simpsons where the meteor is coming and then homer ends up correctly predicting that the meteor would burn up in the atmosphere and everybody is suddenly terrified and because of that <laughs> it's true it's true i just i just it discombob it discombobulates discombobulates me every wow. time quick quick Oh yeah! Just quick, quick love life. Anyone's name right? Update. Just quick though, Kevin. Quick, quick. Uh, quick. Sar, Sar. Friday evening. Uh, this was her birthday weekend, so Sar Friday evening gave her her gifts. I actually did the birthday right. Like she was happy. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Have you told on. her about the podcast? Yeah, yes. she knows about the podcast. Oh right, right, right. Wait, how how old is she turning? Thirty-seven. You gave her what as a gift? Besides the D, uh, so she's so she's from Cleveland. I gave her so the small the small gift uh, gave her a magnet. The small gift was the D. What was the big gift? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hang on a minute. She's from Cleveland, so gave <laughs> gave her a magnet with like the Cle- like a Cleveland Spiders logo. Oh, gave her a what? T-shirt. Who so? gave her a T-shirt uh, 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 of the old Cleveland Stadium, the Jake. Oh. And then the big gift, the big gift was I bought a framed, like three foot by one foot black and white photo of London Bridge because she likes, she likes photography and she likes London Bridge. Uh, Dave, uh, Dave, if if Kevin had given her those small fat, gift was the D. The, if Kevin had given her those fat heads behind Ralph instead, <laughs> would those have been better gifts? Yes. <laughs> you could have given her a fat head of the manager from Major League. I didn't give her a fat head, though. <laughs> those mini heads. <laughs> <laughs> ah. All right. Yeah, Let's the joke went over all y'all's heads out, across the Atlantic Ocean and landed right in Poland. I'm glad Tomas got that and appreciated it. Thank you, Tomas. The check is in the mail. Uh, this show. We got to yeah, yeah. end on that. This show, fire oh, up the music, Thomas. You mean Thomas. the cured meats are in the mail? <laughs> Thomas, the did you... worst joke I've ever heard <laughs> Thomas, let me know when you get Thomas. You got your packages in the mail. I got you'll get your you'll get your shirt and your uh, football card probably by week six. 
But uh, fire up the music so we can get out of here. Oh, this- yeah. Well, hold on. Jason Champagne I, I, says. I won't get my homes up. Get no. Jason Champagne did. Oh, this is great. Uh, Kevin, do you ever put on your fake British accent and drop trap and say <laughs> London Bridge is falling down? <laughs> oh, that's good. That's rich. That's rich. I isolate that. Isolate Jude hey, saying Tomas, that's rich. Check the timestamp on this. Uh, exactly. This, this uh, podcast is an all time classic it checked every box of ridiculousness and had mediocre audio to boot this one might be uh a uh an all-timer i swear to god uh, and dave if we get nominated yes, for mutes himself at the very end trying to talk no, if, we, if we get nominated for <laughs> for a louisiana sports podcast this this could be uh this is a winner yeah, this could be on there. Winner. This could be like we got the, the guy who reel. we got the guy who decides. We're gonna have him as a guest. We're going all out to win that goddamn award this who, year. Who is that? Out. Who is that? Raymond. Uh, how do you say his? Parts the third. Yeah, we're having him on. We're going. We're going all out to win that award. Oh wow! So oh, wow. anyway, for Dave, <laughs> for London Bridges, Kevin. <laughs> now for I like Andrew. That. My fat heads aren't the only thing that's smaller than expected. For Thomas uh, back in Poland, <laughs> running the show, beautiful. doing an amazing job. Thomas, we did a great job with the rundown. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, for everybody, remember, kids, don't shoot your dick off. Until next week, the bar is closed. Love you, Doc. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. 
I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate.